must unlearn what you have learned. Hello there. Come here, my little friend. Don't be afraid. Away with your weapon. I mean you no harm. Kill him. Kill him now. Do it. You failed you. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Shooting the Sith, part of the Bridging the Geekdoms YouTube family. I am your host, Robert Slavinsky, and oh boy, this weekend. This week, like, like, have you been paying attention? Have you? Have you fans? Have you people been paying attention of what's going on here? This is huge. Now, Star Wars Celebration is still going on over in Europe right now, and I'm not going to be covering every intricate piece of information that has come out of it, but I do want to talk about the big highlights, the big news that has come out that, in my opinion, is just absolutely phenomenal and exciting on so many levels. So let's first get into the, uh, the three. Lucasfilm unveils three new films coming out in the very near future. After months of rumors, and this is coming from StarWarsNewsNet.com, Lucasfilm unveils new Star Wars movies at Star Wars Celebration. After months of rumors and fan speculation, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy has just revealed what the immediate theatric, theatrical future of Star Wars looks like at Star Wars Celebration in London. Today, she... Uh, or Actually, this was the other day. Lucasfilm Studio... Showcase uh, President Kathy Kennedy announced three new live-action films are on the way. Helming movies are James Mangold, who is best known for Logan, which everybody loves Logan. I tell you what, Ford vs. Ferrari, if you haven't seen that movie, go check out that film. That film is magnificent. But besides that, he's also already finished up on a movie for Lucasfilm, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which comes out this June. Also... Dave Filoni, the man himself, Dave Filoni, who has been part of the Clone Wars, who created Rebels, Resistance, has been a, been a big part of the Mandalorian show and the Book of Boba Fett and the upcoming Ahsoka series. Dave Filoni, who is also from my hometown of Pittsburgh, what's going on, my man? He is going to be directing a movie as well. And then we have, from an Academy Award and Emmy Award-winning director, Charmaine Obaid Chanel, I, I can't say this, but she did Miss Marvel, which I thought was a phen phenomenal show on Disney Plus and for Marvel this past summer. So those are the three directors. But what are these movies going to be about? What are they going to do? Well, the first and foremost, we're going to talk about James Mangold's movie. And this is going to be what I think is the most exciting of the bunch. Because this is going 25,000 plus years into the past. The dawn of the Jedi. He, James Mangold talked about how it's going to be almost like, almost like a, a Ten Commandments type of movie in the Star Wars universe of biblical proportions. And, and I love that idea. I think this is a great, great take on Star Wars. And quite possibly this could be what... Uh, Benioff and Weiss, who were the creators of Game of Thrones uh, on HBO, this could be the story that they were working on before they left not long ago. So maybe James Mangold is kind of taking it from there and, and running with it. 
regardless, this is phenomenal news. I can't wait to see what this could be. Dave Filoni's movie. Dave Filoni is going to be directing a film that is the culmination of all of this Mando universe stuff. Any, everything that started with the Mandalorian. We have, we have the Book of Boba Fett. You have Ahsoka coming out, Skeleton Crew. All of that is going to culminate into this film, which I think is going to be against Thrawn himself, which is... Ah, I tell you what, for those of us who are fans of Thrawn and those Timothy Zahn books from the early 90s, which were really the, the first true sequel to anything Star Wars after Return of the Jedi, this is exciting because we could be seeing a very similar, not going to be exact, obviously there's some changes and differences that were made when it comes to what Disney did with Star Wars, but similarities in how Thrawn is utilized and what he is doing in the universe post Return of the Jedi. I can't wait to see what's going on. I know Ahsoka is going to be diving into Thrawn big time. And from what I understand, if you keep an eagle eye out, you might get a little tease of him or possibly your first view of live-action Thrawn in one of the, the last two episodes of The Mandalorian this season. So that, that could be interesting. Finally, the, uh, the final film that we're going to talk about here, this is most likely going to be the first film that comes out, is going to be that Damon Lindelof project where he walked away from it not long ago, but it's going to be that project. And the focus, the main character, is Rey Skywalker. She is going to be the main focus of this. It's going to take place 15 years after the rise of Skywalker. But here's the thing. I, I'm not against this idea, but they have to. They have to call this episode 10. There's no ands, if buts about it. It is about the Skywalker lineage, the Skywalker lore, the, the antithesis of what Star Wars is, is Skywalker. And if you're going to utilize Rey as the main character, you have to. To make this episode 10. No ands, if buts about it. So this should be episode 10. I'm hoping they go that route. If they don't, I am going to be kind of disappointed in them. Just because they truly are just ignoring the Skywalkers at that point. And that's annoying to me. Look, if, if it was a movie based off of Finn. And John Boyega was the main actor. The main draw to the film. But Daisy Ridley's Ray was in there as a supporting role in a limited role. Absolutely. Call it whatever you want. Just like Luke was in the Book of Boba Fett, like Luke was in the uh, Mandalorian. That's not part of the episodic films, but he is there. He's in that moment because he's not the main character. So you don't have to put it part of the main episodic films. So that's just where I stand on that. But I am looking forward to it. It's going to be about Rey building the new Jedi Order. And the way I really, really look at this is this is going to be what Episode 7 should have been with Luke Skywalker. This should have been what the story was of Luke rebuilding the new Jedi Order and pushing forward with the new Jedi. But we're going to get it in this way. With the possibilities that are there, I think this is a great, great thing for them to do. 
Uh, Dave Filoni, from what I've heard and from what I understand, he's going to be more involved with all Star Wars projects moving forward. If that's the case, I have more hope than I've ever had for Star Wars, especially this project. No, I'm not a big Daisy Ridley fan, but I like the concept. I like the idea of what they're doing here. I still say, in my opinion, they need to bring back a, a, a villain. They need to bring a villain in who was a pupil of Kylo Ren, but was not aware that Kylo turned to good before he died, and he's seeking revenge for his death. I think that could be pretty cool. Make it Broom Boy. Broom Boy from, from The Last Jedi. Why the hell not, right? <laughs> All right, so we got that. We, we got that, and there's so much other news. So getting to Ahsoka, we had our first look at the Ahsoka trailer. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up here. Um, it's just been full of, 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 of just amazingness. So we get some amazing shots in this trailer. I have never been so hyped for a Star Wars trailer ever. Not prequels, not sequels, no, nothing. This trailer just got everything right about Ahsoka, about the Rebels crew. You know, we get shots of Sabine Wren, which she looks phenomenal. Natasha Lou Bordizo, Bordizo, however you say it, I'm terrible with names. She looks phenomenal as Sabine. We get a loft cat. How amazing is that? We also get some really interesting fights. Like I, I was looking at this, trying to figure it out. Like what exactly is this? There's a lot of action going on. I just don't know what it is from. We get Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Harris and Dolo, which I think there couldn't have been a better casting for this role. We got a little shot of Chopper, finally live action Chopper. Ivano Sakno, uh, we don't know who she is. We believe she's going to be playing a dark Jedi of some sort, quite possibly in the pocket of Grand Admiral Thrawn. We get some amazing shots of Ahsoka and Sabine. Again, the, everything just hits the mark with this. Dave Filoni looks to have created something that is truly phenomenal. If you are a Rebels fan, this, I mean, this is a pseudo sequel to the Rebel show, but this is just phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal in every single way. We get Mon Mothma. We see Mon Mothma in here as well, played by Genevieve O'Reilly, who played Mon Mothma in the Andor series, uh, in Rogue Rogue One. I, I mean, it's it's crazy. We get a quick shot of thrawn from the back and everybody's like who's playing thrawn we want to know who's playing thrawn well it was revealed today that lars mickelson is indeed playing thrawn in ahsoka he is the man who was the voice of thrawn in rebels and he is indeed the live action version which is perfect uh, this is something that i was told and i actually reported on this and wrote about it back in December of 2020. Yes, that long ago, I reported that Lars Mikkelsen was the man to be playing Thrawn. Uh, but now it's officially official. He is playing Thrawn. Morgan Elsbeth, uh, 
Diana Lee and Asanto is playing this character. Again, I'm not 100% sure who this is. Ray Stevenson uh, playing a character called Balin, which I think is exactly like the other character that I wasn't sure, a dark Jedi who's in the pocket of Thrawn. I love the color of this lightsaber. It's not red. It's more orangish. orangish. It's really, really interesting and cool. I love the style that they're going here. But this show, this show, I think is going to be the show. This show will make or break Star Wars right now. Star Wars is in a very interesting place with all the... Uh, you have the the people who are against the woke ideals who are just constantly on, on Star Wars. Oh, you're just pushing all this woke crap into it, which is not wrong. But then you also have these fans who are like, this isn't what George Lucas wanted. You also have these fans that they, they, they just see the truth that some of these stories were just terrible that they've been doing over the last 10 years. Well, I tell you now, this show, this show can bring it back to its glory. There's so much that they've revealed in just two days' time at Celebration that gives me more hope than I've ever had for, for before for Star Wars. They could be doing something phenomenal and great that we've never, ever, ever seen before. And it's time that they finally push it forward and give us the Star Wars we all deserve. I want to know your thoughts, though. I want to know what you think about all of this. Because, again, this is this is it, guys. This is... This is the future. The immediate future of Star Wars is this. They gave us a really cool timeline where you see all the different time periods that they're going to be playing in from the dawn of the Jedi to the age of the, the resistance and beyond. It's going to be really interesting to see what they do here. So let me know in the comments what you think. I would love to see and hear your thoughts. Make sure you hit that like button, hit subscribe, share this with your friends. This is exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. Most exciting time in a long time to be a Star Wars Movies are coming back. 2025, new wave movie. And it's just going to be amazing. So just let me know your thoughts in the comments below. With all that said, may the Force be with you.